Welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Thank you for joining us for another Deeply Rooted Devo. I'm here with Martha and with Esther, and I'm Leanne. And today we're going to look at one of my favorite passages in 1 Samuel about Hannah and how she persisted in prayer and how God answered her prayer. And it's uh, one of my favorites and one of the reasons why one of my daughters is named Hannah. <laughs> so Martha, take Oh, that away. is so cool, Leanne, that your daughter is named after Hannah. So I'm looking at 1 Samuel chapter 1, and I'm thinking when I read this story about being misunderstood mm -hmm. and how that can actually be a form of suffering. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's just trivial. Uh, maybe my husband misunderstood what I told him to go get at the grocery store <laughs> or um, things like that. But sometimes when people misunderstand you, uh, it can really hurt us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a universal experience. And I'm wondering how as a Christian woman should I deal with this? What is God's plan for being misunderstood? So we're going to look at the story of Hannah and see how she dealt with being misunderstood. So, uh, Leanne, could you read 1 Samuel 1 to 8? Sure. There was a certain man of Ramathium Zophim, of the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, son of Elihu, son of Tohu, son of Zoph, an Ephrathite. He had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other, Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Now this man used to go up year by year from his city to worship and to sacrifice to the Lord of hosts at Shiloh, where the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were priests of the Lord. On the day when Elkanah sacrificed, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion, because he loved her, though the Lord had closed her womb. And her rival used to provoke her grievously, to irritate her, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it went on year by year, as often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore Hannah wept and would not eat. And Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? And why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? Well, there we have the basics of Hannah's story. In those days, multiple wives was acceptable, but you could see how jealousy and rivalry would just come up organically. None mm. of us would want to share our husband with someone else. But this was their situation. Right. And so I do think at home, Hannah probably had her own separate living quarters away from Penina. Um, but it was when they went up to the Lord's house for the celebration and the sacrifice that Penina could get at her, you know, and put, put the knife in. I have kids and you don't. Ha, ha, ha. So you see that Hannah already has a, a challenge in her life, mm. which I think it's impressive right there that she continues to go up to worship but that's not where I want to focus today. I really want to focus on the misunderstanding part. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, it makes me smile internally 
Um, I think we've all been misunderstood by our families. And here, who is it that misunderstands Hannah? It's her husband. Mm -hmm. The very person who's super close to her. And, you know, you would think he might have a little more insight than saying, hey, am I not enough for you? <laughs> he doesn't hear Hannah's suffering, that she doesn't have children. And he doesn't hear her... her um, the root of what mm -hmm. is causing her pain. So he misunderstands her, really. I mean, he's trying his best, but he's completely missed out mm -hmm. on what Hannah is suffering with. And, I mean, as a married person, <laughs> I have to say, I can, I can identify with that, and I think it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I totally misunderstand my husband, mm -hmm. and it can be very deeply hurtful. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just wondering, pan uh, panel, if you've had experience with this, being misunderstood, not necessarily in your own family, it could be in another venue, but um, being misunderstood, that's really hurtful, and how did you keep walking with the Lord through that misunderstanding? I think of, I think of one example, and it involves my husband. <laughs> so some of you who know me know that I can talk. And sometimes when someone shares something with me, one of the things <clears throat> that I find I end up doing is sharing a story that God, where God taught me something similar that I can use to maybe encourage you. And it works a lot. But this one instance, it didn't work with my husband. He just wanted me to listen. And... Just listen. He didn't want me to share a story that fit with what he was struggling and going through. He just wanted me to listen. And so he had some words that were very strong words to me. It really took me aback. And I started to take them far too personally and started to just kind of, fine, then I just won't talk. <laughs> Which is the total wrong response. But I was misunderstood. He didn't understand what I was trying to convey, and I didn't understand what he was struggling with. And it took me a few days to just realize it's not about me. And I needed to understand him, and I needed to make more effort or ask better questions to understand what he was going through and trust God. And I think that's everyone's experience, whether it's a husband or brothers and sisters or anyone, close friends. It does work both ways, and we need to be able to stick with things and work it out. That's what I get from your story, is you stick with it. You don't give up and say, well, they don't perfectly understand everything in my head. I should just forget this person, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's just move on a little bit. Here we have Hannah, obviously a follower of God. She comes up to this um, sacrifice celebration every year. Think of that. Mm -hmm. I, I do think of this. This is the sticking with it, not giving up on human relationships. Because it's so easy to be self-centered and just say, forget that relationship. It's too hard. Hannah knows that when she goes up to the Lord, mm -hmm. she knows Penina is going to get at her. And yet she still goes. 
She doesn't opt out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big thing. When you're misunderstood, mm -hmm. we shouldn't opt out and say, well, forget this relationship. Mm -hmm. um, we need to keep honoring God, keep loving our friend, our husband, whoever it is, and remain faithful to God mm -hmm. in our family. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a next portion of this story of Hannah, and I'm wondering, Esther, could you read 1 Samuel 1, mm -hmm. 9 to 18? Sure. After they had eaten and drunk in Shiloh, Hannah rose. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat beside the doorpost of the temple of the Lord. She was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And she vowed a vow and said, O oh Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me, and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall touch his head. As she continued praying before the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart. Only her lips moved, and her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli took her to be a drunken woman. And Eli said to her, How long will you go on being drunk? Put your wine away from you. But Hannah answered, No, my lord, I am a woman troubled in spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your servant as a worthless woman, for all along I have been speaking out of my great anxiety and vexation. Then Eli answered, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition that you have made to him. And she said, Let your servant find favor in your eyes. Then the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. I love this story, and mm. I just think here is another place. Here's a hurting woman mm -hmm. being faithful, making that effort to keep going to the Lord's um, celebration. And then she turns to God in prayer. And the very person that you might think should have encouraged her and helped her in that, she thinks she's drunk. And she says, what are you doing here? Stop this. And, you know, if it was me, I would probably just have laid it on Eli and been mad <laughs> and just went ballistic and said, I'm here praying and you're, you're supposed to be the one that's encouraging me. And how often it's true. Sometimes our expectations in our life groups or in our, when we serve in the Lord's work or wherever we are, we might expect people to respond in a different way and yet they misunderstand us. Mm -hmm. And I've had that in my work. I worked at a Christian school. I think everyone has it in their work situation. But then we had the layer that we're all Christians, right? And then there's more expectations like, you're a Christian, you should understand me better. And I think that's where we go wrong. I love Hannah's response. So if you're misunderstood, let's look at the lesson of Hannah. How does she respond? She doesn't lash out at Eli. She just explains herself. She, mm -hmm. she just kind of, you know, takes the, the angry air out of the room, mm -hmm. the, the upset. She just says no, um, and she's very respectful about it. You know, so even when I was dealing with even my employees who misunderstood me or my bosses who misunderstood me, if I could be calm and just say, yeah. no, this isn't what I really was going for. And that's what Hannah does. And you know, what it is human is when someone hurts us, 
<laughs> we want to hurt them back. Mm -hmm. And what I love about Hannah, I think she stops the pain exchange. Mm -hmm. She doesn't try to hurt Penina. She doesn't try to hurt Eli. She just explains herself. And, um, you know, I love that example. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'd like to say, I can't be like that. That's, that's not, you know, it's difficult. And yet we have the Spirit of God within us. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I don't have to rely on myself to be nice. I can ask God to help me to have self-control and patience, and the Holy Spirit will help me stop that pain exchange. Mm -hmm. Just like you, I would say practically, for me, I, I have learned to not talk <laughs> <laughs> until I've had a chance to think this over. Absolutely. Right? So that yeah. the words that come out of my mouth are thoughtful words. Right. And like you took a few days. But that, I think, is our ways that we can deal with misunderstanding and we can pray about it and that God will help us walk that godly mm -hmm. path that Hannah walked. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering if you have any thoughts about that. I, I love exactly what you've said. I love that she had that humility of heart to just trust that God was hearing her and that Eli was misunderstanding her. And she was okay. She was okay with that. It said uh, that last bit that I read was that her, her face was no longer sad. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just thought God rewarded her. And I don't know if you're mm -hmm. going to carry on with the next verses, but in time, God did remember her. And it says in verse 19 and 20, um, they rose early in the morning and worshiped before the Lord. Then they went back to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. And in due time, Hannah conceived and bore a son. And she called his name Samuel, for she said, I have asked for him from the Lord. I, I think, wow, you know, what a journey she's been on. She's been the sister wife, the one that <laughs> never got blessed with children. And that ache, us as women, we know that ache up for having children and when, when, you, when mm -hmm. you can't. Mm -hmm. And then God saw her pain, mm -hmm. and he remembered her. So our pain is never um, ignored by God. Mm -hmm. He may not grant what we want right away. He, he may not have that in his trajectory to grant it right away. But in the process, he was hearing her prayers. Mm -hmm. And he was maybe waiting for her heart posture to be right. And as he waited and watched her, he, he heard and he answered eventually. I know. Isn't that a beautiful thing that God really works this out? Mm -hmm. God brings her through the pain of being mistreated and misunderstood mm -hmm. and rewards her with her heart's desire in the end. Mm -hmm. That's so great. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we didn't say it, but neither her husband or Eli meant to misunderstand no, her. No. Yeah. And often what gets in our way and why we exchange pain is we take it personally. Like, they meant to do that to me. Mm -hmm. But often mm -hmm. they don't. Mm -hmm. And if we just have God's patience and humility, we'll be on that path that Hannah was on mm -hmm. that's pleasing to God. Mm -hmm. And he will bring us our heart's desire. Mm -hmm. Be encouraged as you follow God's path for dealing with being misunderstood. It can be painful, mm -hmm. but don't opt out of those relationships. 
Don't assume people mean to do it on mm-hmm. purpose. And let God's Spirit give you patience and self-control when it happens. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you stay deeply rooted in God, He will raise you up. Mm-hmm. So good. That is really good. Thanks, Martha. It's a good reminder. And ladies, thanks for being here. And we encourage you to stay in the Word and stay deeply rooted Thanks in for Christ. joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.